0: Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host David Schwan, and today's guest is Sherry Traxler, author, coach, and speaker. Sherry, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. So glad to be here. We
0: we, we are so happy to have you on here, and um, give us a little bit of your uh, a little bit of your background, and uh, we'll go from there.
1: All right. Well. I am, as far as what I currently am, is a health and wellness coach. And as you mentioned, author and speaker. And the way that that came about was, I like to say that both my, well, I don't like to say, it is true that both my parents are teachers, were teachers. So I came out of the womb being asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? (laughs) And my mom saw my bent, so she kept trying to push me toward being a nurse. And I would say, well, I don't really want to help sick people get well. I want to help well people stay well. And with that was the sense of, at that time, you could either be a nurse or a registered dietitian or something in the medical field or you could work with athletes. And I didn't want that. I wanted to work with just your normal everyday person who was relatively healthy or, you know, maybe they were overcoming something, but they were on the path to prevent it. And by the time I was in high school that finally came around, I called exercise physiology, then absolutely fell in love with that. Love teaching people how to exercise, love teaching people how to eat healthy. Um, and then struggled with getting people to do that, so that's where health coaching came
0: in. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's I I, I like the uh, I, I like the thought process of I'd rather find somebody to make sure that well I want to keep them from needing that other doctor or needing to be such a severe case of like let's hop in where when things aren't you, you know are only off a little bit and let's get them fixed. So that way they don't get off a lot. You know, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's, it's kind of like most things in life. It's like, look, uh, you know, the smaller the problem, the easier it is to fix. So the sooner you, you you know, the sooner you figure out that you've skewed off path or you're not on the best path, it's, that's, Mm -hmm. you you know, it's kind of like driving cross country. You know, if you're trying to drive from the East coast to West coast and all of a sudden you're, uh, you know, you think you're heading west and, uh, you know, you've went from Mississippi and now you're, you, you know, from, you know, at, at, like in Memphis and all of a sudden you're looking at the Gulf of Mexico going, yeah, I think you might need to it's turn and all. go the other way. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's easier, you know, it's it's easier, you know, when, when you're only a couple miles off track than it is when you're hundreds of miles off track. So I, I love that.
1: Absolutely. And the other piece that I have found through both research and experience with this, David, is let's take let's take you. You're, at least from what I have met and known of you, you're a healthy individual, but are you at your optimum? Are you at your most creative and most productive and things like that? That's a big place that health jumps in. It's not just, okay, I'm not just disease-free, but I am able to be as energetic and productive as I want to be.
0: Oh, definitely. And, and, and you're, you're 100% right. Um, you know, I can, you, you know, I've, I've been the, the seesaw I've uh, you know, I've had my ups and downs and it's like, look, I always know when I'm eating right and when I'm doing what I'm supposed to, because I feel so much better when I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. And, you know, and it's like, uh, but, you know, there's definitely a difference in between, you know, eat, eating right and doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then, you know, if you slack off, because that's kind of what I do is I'll get to a point and I'll slack off. And, and as soon as I slack off, it's like, yep, you can feel it, you know, and mm-hmm. and which which has actually driven me to be better, you know, once I realized that of like, right. wait a second, why why do I keep doing this? Because it's like, look. You know, I it's it's that okay. I I know that like when I eat healthy, when I put the right things in my body, my body reacts the right way. It it does what I want it to do, and it feels the way that I want to feel. But as soon as I start, you know, putting, you know, start, you know, it's kind of like most things in life. You know, what you put in is what you get out. You know, you keep good, you get good out. You know, you start, you know, it's like look, you start beating your car some crap gasoline that's, you know, uh, not good for it. And you know, it, it, well, it's going to stop running the way that it's supposed to. Our bodies are the same way. Yep. Um, yeah. So, you you know, um, that definitely that health and nutrition piece, you know, being on that nutrition side and, and staying with what you should be eating, uh, you know, that, that is, that is so, so important. Um, I know that you wanted to cover habits and eating healthy habits or, you know, that's certainly one of the things that, uh, I, I always, uh, I'm always looking for pointers on, on how to uh-huh. help improve my success rate on that. So yeah. give us, give us a little bit, uh, a, a little bit about, uh, habits and, and how they're, uh, how you work with them.
1: Okay. Well, you mentioned healthy eating habits. One of the beauties in the health coaching area is what I'm going to you know, talk with about habits. And if you've got one you want to work on today, we can use you as an example because <laughs> let me, let me give a little context with this. Whenever we think about real estate investing and my husband is a real estate investor. So that's you know a definite connection that you and I have David is anytime that you're succeeding in an area, real estate, whatever, It takes habits to do that, whether it's health habits, thinking habits, making the the habits that you need to have to go out and, and research properties, whatever. What this formula, quote unquote, is that I've developed will help with any of those habits. And the frustration I had, I mentioned that a minute ago, how I got frustrated with, Okay, I'm teaching somebody how to eat healthy, I'm teaching somebody how to exercise, but they aren't sticking with it. What is, why are they not sticking with it? They know, know, you talked about it yourself, David, you know, it's good for you to eat a certain way. Your body gives you signals that, hey, David, you respond well to this, but you don't respond well to this. How do you make that part of your lifestyle? So I created a seven step framework that I walk clients through. And if you're up for being a guinea pig today, we can walk you through it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, 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 mm-hmm. I'll be a, I'll be a guinea pig and you know, I, I, I don't mind, uh, I don't mind being the subject.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. So first thing is let me know, do you want to go ahead and dive into the habits? Or do you have any other kind of intro questions? No,
0: no, 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 no. We can, we, we can dive into the habits. Let's That's, do uh, okay. yeah.
1: So first is pick a habit that you want us to use an example to go through.
0: Um, uh, probably just that making the, the, the correct food choices, um, you know, okay. j- just, just knowing that, that, you know, look, uh, you know, pick up a, you know, pick up a piece of fruit instead of going for a piece of cake.
1: Okay. So good. I'm glad that you didn't pick like this major complicated diet out there or anything. It's just, okay, basic, general, let's make generally healthy food choices. All right. So that is the the habit that we're going to coach you on over the next few minutes. One of the foundation pieces to understand is when you're making a lifestyle habit, which is what you're talking about, you know, if you're Mm -hmm. talking about one singular piece of that say I'm going to drink a glass of water when I get up in the morning. Yes. That's, that's different than a lifestyle habit. Does that make sense where Mm -hmm. a lifestyle habit is something that permeates all of your life? Yes. Okay. All right. So for a lifestyle habit, how long does it take to make a lifestyle habit? Any, any guesses?
0: Well, I kind of know this, so I won't cheat. Oh, that's right, because you have. <laughs> <out of this. laughs> yes, I, okay. I, I have. Right. So, um, so but
1: I'll, I'll give the answer, and everybody who's listening can guess in your mind what you think it is. And most people are going to say twenty-one to thirty days. And for something like drinking that glass of water in the morning, maybe that is something that's twenty-one to thirty days. It does get easier to do a lifestyle habit at 21 to 30 days, because you begin to have changes in the brain that happen. But for it to become part of David's identity to eat healthy, Mm -hmm. that takes six months. Wow. Because you're going for that identity shift. You want it to not be David who eats healthy. You want it to be David, the healthy eater that it's part of who you are. Because the reason you want it to be part of who you are is okay, in a few months, we've got holidays coming up. You're going to go to some parties. You're going to go to some family dinners. You're going to go to whatever. You're going to have an extra piece of cake. You're going to have whatever. But if it's part of your identity, as soon as the holidays are over, you're right back into healthy eating. It doesn't derail you long-term. Does that make sense?
0: Oh, definitely. It, it's it's that look. Uh, you know, it, there, there are certain times of the year that you're you're going to fall and you're probably going to be weak, and you know that's fine. But it's it's that going back to the way that you should be instead of letting that you know extra piece of pumpkin pie over the holidays, you know, throw you you know throw you back into eating bad for the rest of the you know starting off the next year eating horrible, or you know uh, you know I yeah I had an extra piece of pie at Christmas, but come New Year's, it's the diet's not on my New Year's resolution then because no, it's just I'm Good. back to normal. And right, you don't have to have a resolution to go back to normal. normal. Yeah. I
1: like how you phrase that. And it does encompass because what I teach with intuitive eating is intuitive eating, healthy eating includes those celebration times. You know, that there's nothing wrong with having the piece of pumpkin pie or the cake. It's the, it's the six bags of chips in front of the TV every night that that gets us in trouble. So anyway, so specific to the habits, we understand now that identity is what you're going for and that's going to take long-term. So in that concept, in that context, one of the things that you want to do, and this is number one of the, of the framework is focus on a limited number of actions. So for you, for what you've talked about, what are one or two healthy eating actions that you can initially focus on?
0: Um, choice of uh, of you know good snack over bad snack um, okay you know, intentionally intentionally because typically my 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 meals are pretty pretty regulated where I where I personally get into trouble is the snack pattern. you know okay. it's those, it's those small in between meals. it's the difference in between. You know, grabbing an orange or grabbing an apple, grabbing a piece of fruit versus grabbing something sweet like chocolate cookies or something like that.
1: Okay. So, yeah, that's beautiful how you did that because now we've taken that general picture of wanting to be a healthy eater, which takes us about six months to get to where it's a mindset of, of who you are. And now we're breaking it down into what are some specific actions around that. And so for you, your first action that you may focus on for the next week or two and then build on it is going to be, all right, when I make choices for snacks, it's going to be something more natural. It's going to be something that's closer to how God made it versus that's overly processed. Yes. Am I hearing you right? Yes. Okay. So second step is to meditate, to think regularly about that new habit and its benefits. So what are some things that you can put in place to continually remind you to go for the piece of fruit, to go for the handful of nuts versus going for the Snickers or the bag of chips?
0: Um. I mean, I, it's just something that, I, I mean, I do morning affirmations and morning meditation. So, I mean, that's definitely something that I can add into that. Okay. Um, um, not really sure. I probably need some suggestions on, okay. on, right. on what else. Well, what else oh, to,
1: well, we'll tag team this because I always love it when clients come up with their own solutions because it's coming out of you. So you're going to be more likely to do it. So I'll give a suggestion and then ping pong it to you for you to then think of one. Okay. So one one suggestion would be to have a bowl of fruit on your kitchen counter.
0: Definitely. Because that's,
1: that's, vis- that's a visual reminder.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that would be something simple where you know, like in the kitchen, just make it. Well, I, I mean, for me, what it would be is because the fruit's already out, but make sure that the crap food is behind a door. So that uh-huh. way, that, that, that way it's like, look, I, you know, because with the way mine's set up is I can see both. And if I take what I shouldn't, you know, with the, what I, sh- if I make it harder for me to see what I shouldn't eat, then I'll gravitate towards what I should eat.
1: Okay. And another idea for meditating, thinking regularly about is when This is jumping ahead a little bit, but I'm going to, I'm going to tie this back together. What is the big reason, the big benefit to you of making these healthier eating choices?
0: Oh, just feeling better. I mean, you know, that's, and and I truly know that, you know, look this, you know, if uh, it's a slippery slope to start off with it. And I know I I slide quickly. Um,
1: Okay. As long as as I'm
0: healthy, as long as I have that piece of fruit, I know that if I eat that piece of fruit versus eating that handful of chocolate chip cookies, that after I'm done eating it, I know that I will personally feel better that I ate the apple because my body will react better to the apple than it will the cookies because the cookies, I'm going to want to go sit down and go take a nap. The apple, I want to go do something different.
1: Okay. So when you feel better, what will that help you achieve, accomplish, enjoy in your life?
0: Um, just it, it, it really just helps me be more efficient at work, um, so okay. I can be more profitable.
1: Okay, all right. So now we're getting somewhere. Uh, so, what is the benefit to your being more profitable?
0: Well, uh, I can do the more profitable I am, the more control of my time and the more things that I get to do that I want to do. Um, you know, so the more profitable I am, the more I get to do, you know, uh, the, the, the more traveling I get to do, the more, um, you know, just being out in nature, just being able to have time to go on hikes and do, be in nature more. Um, you know, so that's the big benefit is, is if I'm healthier, then I make more profit. And if I make more profit, I can spend more time in nature.
1: Okay. So I'm just going to, this is not necessarily it, but for sake of time, I'm going to condense and give you a suggestion that's really worked well for some people is your end goal, your big why of all right, if I'm profitable, that means I can travel more and be out of nature more. So let's say, and I'm just hypothesizing, let's say that you're wanting to take a two-week, two-week hiking trip in Colorado. Okay. So you have a picture that represents that. You know, people do vision boards and stuff. You have a picture that represents that. And you put that with a picture of fruit. And you put that combined picture on your pantry door. Okay. So that it is a visual reminder to you of it's not about whether I'm choosing the bag of the second bag of chips or the third bag of, you know, chocolate chip cookies versus an apple. It's am I choosing that trip to Colorado or not?
0: Yes. Yes, I, 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 I certainly get that. That is a great, great point. I, I, I like that. Uh, I, I like that idea of adding the, that visualization with your goal. That's awesome.
1: The third step is making a micro commitment. And this is something where you say, you know, every time I go get a snack, I'm probably not a hundred percent initially going to get fruit instead of the chocolate chip cookies. But what is something, you know, you can do no matter what?
0: Oh, I I mean, I I know that like, you know, for you know, for say after school snack, that's that like kind of in between. You know, like like when my daughter gets home, I know that she she loves fruit, so I know that you know if if I just follow her lead in that after you know that after school snack, I know what she's going to go for. I know she's going to go for the fruit, and I just need to follow suit. And that's nice. pretty easy to do because that's you know just following along. It's yeah. pretty simple.
1: Okay. Yeah. One of the things with the micro commitment is something that like in this case, if somebody said, Oh, but I really love my chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Maybe a micro commitment is I can have a cookie if I want it, but I need to have had my piece of fruit first. Okay. something else. So, so just, you know, it doesn't have to be hard and fast in this case for you to figure it out, but just be thinking about what is something you know, like if somebody says that they're wanting to drink more water, Mm -hmm. the minimal micro commitment may not be, I'm going to have eight glasses a day. It might be, okay, I'm going to have a glass of water on my desk available. Whether I drink it or not, the micro commitment is it's always going to be available. The micro commitment is not something that you, that, that you settle for on a daily basis. It's just going to be there on to fall back on, on those days that you go, I really want that chocolate chip cookie. Fine. You can have it after you've had your apple.
0: And, 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 you know, a micro commitment for me would be just to make sure that the fruit bowl is always full that there, you know, like you said, yes. you know, that, 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 that the water's on the desk is to make sure that there is always fruit there. A whether, like there. you said, whether I eat, whether I pick it or not that day, that's, you, you know, that, that's up to me, but that, that, the option is always available to you.
1: I like that. I like that. All right. So let's jump on to the last five. The first one of these five we've already begun to hit on, and that is knowing what your benefits are. So your benefit to having these healthier snacks, you've already talked about a big one, and that is I'll have more energy and feel better. Therefore, I can be more productive, therefore more profitable, and then more time to go on these trips either with family or or hiking alone or whatever you want to do on that. One of the, and we don't have to do it right here on the show but one of the things i encourage you to do and everybody listening to do is make a, make a list of as many benefits as you possibly can. And the reason is some days one benefit is going to motivate you and other days another benefit is going to motivate you because there is going to be a time david that you are profitable at a level that you're like, oh, I can go take a whole month in in hiking Colorado. And once you've achieved that, you need other benefits to help keep you motivated to eat healthy. Definitely. So, so that's that's kind of homework for you is thinking about what are some other benefits. Uh, barriers. That's our next step. Is what are some of the things that would get in your way of eating healthy snacks?
0: Um usually that uh, well I I'd I'd say just um just having visually being able to see like some of the stuff that I would just grab instead you know some of the some of the quick easy stuff you know like being able to you know not having uh, I guess a a barrier would be having visible access to the food choices that I shouldn't be making you know having okay. that stuff out in the open and being able to see it. And, and that kind of is a barrier to, you know, a barrier to, uh, you know, getting, you know, eating what I should is, you know, having easy access to stuff that I shouldn't be eating.
1: Yeah. I can tell you one of the things that for me was a barrier with this was Friday night and Saturday mornings, because, I would think I had bought enough celery and carrots and fruit and all the healthy snacks to last me the whole week. But by Friday night, they'd be gone or the, the last banana would be so overripe that it doesn't look appealing at all. Yeah. So for, for me, I had to say, all right, how do I make sure I still have healthy snacks available by Friday night and Saturday morning before I go to the grocery again? So I encourage you on this. Think about all of the things that could get in the way of your having those healthy snacks available, where, frankly, all that's left in the house is chocolate chip cookies. Um, Or if you, I don't know, do you go out with friends a lot or go out with family a lot to parties, things like that?
0: Um, uh, not, not really. I'm kind of, often, uh, I, I, I kind of kicked back at the house, but you, you know, okay. that, that, that's, um, uh, but like you said, I mean, I, I've kind of, now that you've brought it up, but I've had that issue too, of, you know, being able to keep enough fruit for a week, you know, and, and that's okay. where, you know, I don't know if you've pulled the trick, but it's like, yeah, Wednesday, if nothing else, I just need to swing by and run through the produce style you know, take 10 minutes, run into the store, run through the produce aisle, grab the couple things that I need and check out. It's just, I've kind of scheduled that into, you know, like gotcha. Tuesday or Wednesday. It's like, look, you know, you need to go through, just grab those couple things. So that way, that way you always have fresh and, and appealing uh, items available.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. For us, it was frozen. We always keep a stash of frozen okay. fruit or so forth so that, oh, it's Friday night and there's, Nothing left. I think I'll unthaw some blueberries or something. So, thinking through any barrier to those actions, that's your step there. Then the next step is social support. Who can keep you accountable? Who can encourage you? Who can come alongside and actually help? You know, that you can delegate some of these types of things to. So, who is your support system in eating healthier snacks?
0: Uh, That would be my girlfriend. My girlfriend and my daughter both.
1: Okay, very good. So anything this is to you and everybody listening, very specific to social support is naming not only who can help you, but how they can help you, and when are you going to ask them to help you. So if you wanted your daughter to keep you accountable that, Dad, you said that you were only going to have fruit when I get home from school, then tell her, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pester me about it, honey.
0: Call me out on it.
1: Yep. Yep. And then the last two, one is increasing enjoyment. And that is anywhere that you can make, like, let's say somebody says, I don't know if this is the case for you, you know, well, I don't really like fruit as much as I like chocolate chip cookies. You know, Okay. Well, what can you do to make that fruit more appealing? Or what can you do to make, uh, if it's exercise for somebody, you know what you can do to make the exercise more enjoyable? And there's, there's a whole list of questions and I didn't even ask you this, David, do you do show notes?
0: Uh, Yeah, I can, I I can definitely put some, uh, some show notes in there and and give people some links and stuff to, to, to reference this for sure.
1: Great, because there's a, and I don't want to take the, the time for it now, but there's about eight or nine questions specific to how do you identify what's going to be enjoyable for you in a habit? So we can put those in the show notes. Yeah, yeah, we
0: definitely can have those in the show notes for everybody for sure.
1: Great, great. And then the last is the self-efficacy. And that's the fancy term in psychology for self-confidence around a specific action. So I'm just going to ask you flat out, my friend, how confident are you on a scale of one to 10? How confident are you that you will choose healthy snacks the majority of the time, over grab-and-go unhealthy
0: snacks. I'd I'd say with especially a, after putting in um, a couple uh, a couple stop gaps to 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 make sure some accountability partners in my house, um, you know, then my I'd I'd say my confidence would be a nine. Um, at Being able to, uh, you, you know, and, and and granted, without the support system, it's a six or seven. <laughs> I make sure that I have that support system, then it, it's, it's a high eight, a nine, um, you know, just being realistic because, you know, I yeah. will have moments where I just go, Hey, that chocolate chip cookie looks good. I'm going to eat it. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and that's why I said the majority of the time, because with the habit, you're never looking for 100% perfection. You're looking at what's the trend. Yeah. So if, if you're saying that, you know, once you've, have some pictures up once you've visualized it and meditated on it, once you know all the benefits, once you've worked through barriers, you've got your accountability, you find ways to make it enjoyable. At that point, your self-efficacy, your self-confidence around it, you want it high. at that nine or ten.
0: Yes, yes. And it it it'd, it'd definitely be be high. Like I said, it, it's it's a it's a goal that I've already been working on, but I, the, definitely these seven steps will definitely push me much further to be much more consistent and awesome. you know, hopefully uh, form permanent habits instead of, uh, it, uh, I guess they're not really habits. I guess they're kind of, uh, you know, just processes at this moment, but yeah. definitely will help me uh, push and move those from, you know, from a process to a habit uh, for sure. Good. Well, well,
1: congratulations, you just finished a, a supercharged really fast coaching session <laughs> but it thank like
0: you you thank, thank, thank you thank you so much and thank you so much for sharing the, this this process and these steps with my listeners yeah. and we'll definitely uh'll we'll definitely get those those questions and we'll definitely have some contact information in the show notes to make sure that You know, if Sherry has resonated with you, if, you know, if if this sounds like something that, you know, you go, hey, I'd love to learn some more with it. We'll definitely have Sherry's contact information in the show notes, and I'll also have her give some of that uh, here in a second. But, um, you know, definitely if this resonates with you, give reach out for, for Sherry, you know, give her a call, talk to her. You know, she certainly can help you, you know, help you turn these, the, these, these wishes into habits. And, you know, I think part of part of that is really realizing that it takes that longer time frame to turn, you know, what you want to do, you, you know, from something I'd like to do into a long term habit, like she said, instead of, you know, David, eating healthy, David is a healthy eater, um, you know, being able to, to, to make that mind shift, um, Sherry certainly can help you out. Um with that Sherry, what is what is the best way that my listeners can get a hold of you?
1: Awesome. Oh, if you've got specific questions or you want to do a, a mini strategy call like David and I just did, which I always offer a free strategy call for folks just to see if we're a good fit just directly on my email is the best for that. And we can put that in the show notes, but it's Sherry at the Vireo, V-I-R-E-O life, dot com. And in general though, on social media, two places I'm very active, Facebook and YouTube. I have a YouTube channel that I uh, put out information on either exercise or nutrition or motivation, making habits every week. And then I'm very active on Facebook. I do some on Instagram as well.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I uh, definitely. I encourage my listeners, reach out to Sherry, um, you know, and especially her, her free content is amazing. You'll love it. Um, j- just so much, uh, so much impactful information there. So, Thank you. you know, reach, reach, reach out, reach, reach out to her, you know, click on the, you know, click on the, on the YouTube, watch the videos, um, You know, just follow Sherry and, you know, reach out to her and um, she would be more than willing to hop on the phone and give you a mini session and see if uh, if you guys are a good fit for each other. Um, Sherry, again, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you uh, spending your time and and, and walking through our little mini session here. And
1: yeah, well, we want want everybody listening to be super successful. And this is one of the steps to get there.
0: Yes definitely uh you know definitely that that mindset around habit is will be hugely uh hugely helpful. um I know it'll be helpful for me, so thank you for helping me and and uh, thank you for helping my listeners uh you know be able to to move a little bit farther towards uh setting good healthy habits. You are welcome thank you so much, sherry, and until next time, thank you.